You're listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. The views and opinions shared on this program don't necessarily reflect those of Citywide Home Loans. Citywide Home Loans, LLC, NMLS 67180. David Hosterman, NMLS 220562. Jonathan Edwards, NMLS 671258. Equal housing lender. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Call for additional cost information. Program qualifications and offerings are subject to change at any time. Not all that apply will qualify. Other restrictions may apply. Good morning and welcome to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm David Hosterman alongside John Edwards from Citywide Home Loans. In the studio this morning, we have our MVP guest host, Derek Kleiner with Realty One Group. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. John, got a good Good MVP guest host in the show. Uh, I in know. The studio Derek today. Kleiner's back in the studio. I know. I love Re- it. Hey. Reality One Group. How's it going, Derek? Very well today. Thanks for having me again. It's always, always nice to be here. Always love having Derek Kleiner on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. So talk about somebody, uh, talk about one of the best in the business, in my opinion. Derek is by far one of the best in the business, has a ton of experience, really specializes in that, you know, southern, southern area down in Castle Rock, Castle Pines, uh, stuff like that. So, you know, for our listeners out there, if you want to get in touch with Derek to discuss anything real estate related, highly encourage you to give him a call at 303-332-3800. John, why don't you do, do our listeners a favor and tell them what's on tap for today's show? All right, Dave, we got a great show today. We're going to discuss recent trends for buyers and sellers. How are each demographic approaching the real estate market differently. Home renovations have been a hot trend in recent years. We will also review what renovations people are doing and how they're financing those renovations. Stay tuned for a triple play of Denver's hottest listings. Gotta throw out our quick yellow card of the show that Citywide Home Loans and Realty One Group are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. And Citywide Home Loans is not affiliated with the Federal Housing Administration. Again, for listeners just tuning in, we have the luxury of having our MVP guest host, Derek Kleiner from Realty One Group. Uh, he's here to discuss everything real estate related. Derek, I know a lot. I know you've been on the show a handful of times, but for listeners just tuning in, just tell them a little bit about yourself and some of your real estate experiences. Thank you again for having me today. Again, this is Derek Kleiner, and uh, yeah, I got into the real estate business back in 1990. Started out in Aurora, started with uh, the REMAX umbrella. Uh, So it's been 33 years now of uh, extensive sales and uh, seeing the market come and go, and uh, and, and then, you know, having a good uh, perspective of what's going on today is what I hope to bring to you. I'm now with Realty One Group. We brought that company to Colorado 10 years ago, nine years ago, in 2013, we've grown from two people to over 500 in in that period of time. We've got offices now in uh, Lone Tree, Castle Rock, Colorado Springs, Parker, Greeley, Loveland, and uh, going into Durango now. And there's a new office being opened out here in Greenwood Village uh, in the DTC. Um, I hope I included everybody in that. But, uh, yeah, so we're growing under that brand. But, uh trying to stay in tune with the local real estate market and, uh, you know, get through what we just went through the last seven months, <laughs> which I think is the uh, greatest uh, slowdown we've seen in this city 
uh, in quite some time. Totally. I 100% agree with you. And, and, and with that many offices, Derek, you're probably seeing what's happening throughout the state. Yeah. Not th- just not just the Denver metro area. I think we do have a good pulse on that. And uh, But the good news is, and going right to that, is I think it's changing. The spring market is already upon us. We're seeing the number of contracts increase. And uh, hopefully that downturn, which was one of the biggest in the U.S., uh, is over. Well, and, and it, you know, it's, it's funny because a lot of our listeners out there, they continuously hear about the Fed raising rates. Earlier this past week, the Fed raised interest rates by a quarter of a percent. Now, when the Fed does that, what they're doing is they're raising short-term interest rates. That's going to be more tied to uh, variable, adjustable rate items, such as monthly credit cards or home equity lines of credit. Ironically, um, you know, after the Fed raised those short-term interest rates, you actually saw an inverse reaction on that to the 10-year treasury, which the 10-year treasury is really what guides the fixed-rate mortgages. And that actually came down into the uh, low or the high 3.3 range. So you you hear the Fed raising the short-term interest rate, but yet mortgage rates are coming down, right, John? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what we've seen, which is great. Uh, it was just a few months ago, Dave, the national average for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage hit its high at 7.42%. Yeah. And now we're down into the low sixes, maybe even the high fives. Yeah, you can for, scratch you know, the surface week. in the fives. Yeah, absolutely, so. which is which is a nice little drop. And let's yeah. be honest, I mean, I think I think interest rates were probably pretty artificially low for a while there, too. Yes. Um, hopefully, people weren't getting used to rates in the twos and even the threes. Um, I think we're a more normalized interest rate environment right now, which yes. is going to be great. John, do do us a favor and kick off the first half of the show. Yeah, so we've got some excellent statistics for the show today. The National Association of Realtors research experts have compiled the 2022 profile of home buyers and sellers. This report tracks market trends and helps us understand where housing market is headed. So we've got a few of those statistics we're just going to kind of touch on today and see how those relate to what we're seeing in the world today. The first one being first-time homebuyers' share of the market has dropped. The first-time mm-hmm. homebuyers' share of market fell to 26% over the last year. Historically, first-time homebuyers made up about 40% of the home buying market. Is that what you guys are seeing out there as well? You yeah. know, I, I, don't, I don't know. Derek, you probably have a better pulse on yeah, I definitely do. I, I can tell you that those contracts are now picking up because these rates in the fives, like you mentioned, are really helping that segment for quite some time. That segment was the missing segment of our market. And now that is all of a sudden back. Inventory's low and the houses are starting to sell real quick again in that segment. Well, in, in two, I think one thing that's been challenging for the first time home buyers is qualifying income level. And you actually saw Colorado Housing Finance Authority, which does provide some amazing down payment assistance programs for for a lot of first-time homebuyers out there. They just recently, this past week, increased their income limits. So a lot of times these down payment assistance companies, you can't make over X amount of dollars. Last year, it was $92,000 and change for a conventional loan. Now it's $140,000 and change. So they're, they're, you know, People are recognizing that it's challenging for first-time home buyers, and that they need to be having more income in order to qualify. I think I think Derek's right. I think with the downturn in the rates, I think you're starting to see more first-time home buyers, you know, 
be that, feeling out the market. That one percent drop. I mean, we we were up close to seven. Even that one percent drop is bringing many more back in. They're qualifying for the purchase price that they want, and hopefully things will continue on that trend. Well, and you you hit the nail on the head there, Derek. They're qualifying on the purchase price they want. Yeah. You know, it's tough to show somebody you know that has champagne tastes and show them something on a beer budget. And when it comes to housing, that's how it always is in America. You know, I, I like I like my I like my beer budget, but you know, yeah. that's that's just me. I'm not a big champagne fan, so you know. But even though, I mean, if you were to take a step back and just get into the market, <laughs> it would be a year or two, hopefully, before you had the appreciation, and then go out and get the, everything you want. Exactly. It's still a good time to get into the market, uh, and home ownership um, in in this country still has its benefits. So totally, one hundred percent. Number two, first-time homebuyers are buying homes later in life. The average age of first-time homebuyers has risen to the age of 36. According to the survey, buyers said that higher rents, car loans, credit card debt, student debt are factors that have influenced their decision to delay home ownership. Out of curiosity, how old were you guys when you bought your first home? I was uh, 35 years old. So 35? So you're right. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I was probably 28, maybe. I think I was 29. That um, might change so, to 30, but I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so that's kind of an interesting statistic, but people are buying their first home later in life than they used to. It would be interesting to see what that statistic was 10, even 20 years ago, well, how much it's really changed. I think a lot of that is just in inflationary measures. Yeah. You know, I think you're seeing consumer debt at an all-time high, and a lot of these consumers are racking up credit cards, have high payments on car loans, have student loans. So with that being said, I think from a debt-to-income ratio standpoint, they're finding it more challenging to qualify at a lower income level. Yep, yep no doubt about it. It's tough out there for these kids, especially getting out of college. I, I can see why that's gone up. Yes, um, I can too. You know, yeah. Well, in the last situation. few years, a lot of people have had such great appreciation in their homes when they sell their current home and go to buy a new one. They've got a pretty good chunk of change to work with yeah. up against a first-time home buyer who you know, probably right. did everything they could to put five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 together. If you owned a home during that same time period, you got some, some money to work with. Yep. It's yes. hard to go up against that. That initial down payment is tough for a lot of people. But, yep. w- but what a great move. Once you get that first home, this is a great place to buy a home from an appreciation, even an investment standpoint in some cases. Hopefully that home will will go up in value and you'll have some money to work with down the road. Exactly. Number three, buyers are moving further from their previous homes. The median distance that home buyers moved from their previous home reached a record high of 50 miles. In the past, the median distance that home buyers moved was between 10 and 15 miles. So that's crazy. I understand that fully, though. They're moving out further from the city where the prices are lower. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. you can see if we do start to decrease in rates and the affordability factor decreases, those smaller towns are going to see a little uh, drop in their in their uh, population and the people will come back to the city. Well, that, you know, and I, I totally understand where you're coming from from a price standpoint, but also, too, from a you know, safety standpoint, too, a lot of these bigger cities are having major safety concerns or schooling concerns or, you know, other other driving factors that, you know, may make more sense for some of these families 
to move out more to the suburbs. They're certainly not doing it because they want an increased gas bill to drive to the city. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> true. these gas prices. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I just filled up my tank today. Yeah. Yeah. It's I was, a joy. I, I, was on, I was literally on zero. I was on E. Went, went to Safeway, used my Safeway rewards, got 10 cents off a gallon. There you go. And it was still north of $100 to fill up that tank. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. It's yeah, insane. it's crazy. So yeah. all those, I mean, it's just small things like that. Everything is out of whack as far as inflation, as, yeah. you, yeah. as yep. you will. And that's what's making it hard for these kids to, or younger folks to buy houses. But hopefully that's all coming to an end. Totally. Number four, move-up buyers are paying cash for homes. All cash move-up buyers have increased from 17 to 27% of the market over the past year. This is likely due to the fact that homeowners have accumulated large amounts of home equity in the last decade, allowing many home buyers to avoid financing their home, which I'm sure you've seen some more of, Derek. Or more cash buyers? A lot, lot lot of cash in the market, but they're coming from out of state. You know, Californians... Have yes. always brought money to this market. Totally, Texas, um, even you know, uh, northwestern states. I think a lot of cash in this in this market. There never used to be cash offers in Denver. I mean, there really wasn't when people were staying within the city and moving up. But now there's a lot, and there's a lot of large down payments. Obviously attributed to the appreciation in these houses. Well, and too, I think Florida as well. You're seeing a lot of migration into Florida. And I think you're seeing a lot of cash going into Florida as well, which, you know, is exactly what comparable to what you were saying with people from California moving to Colorado. Yeah. You know, they're selling a big property in California. You know, not necessarily a big property square footage wise, a big priced property in California. And then they're moving to Colorado at a much lower price, typically a bigger square footage property, and they're able to pay cash for it. People have made a lot of money on the home sales, and that's what's driving this economy, I think, is the equity people are unfortunately taking out of their house and spending in the market, but it is keeping the economy rolling, and um, that's a good thing. Hopefully, prices will have stabilized, though, and and we won't lose that. And number five here, small towns grew while urban areas saw a retraction. We just really touched on that and talked about that. Small towns and rural areas grew at a faster pace than urban areas. And, you know, I think that for obvious reasons with the pandemic and stuff, people were moving out of the cities. But to Derek's point, I think you're going to start to see people move back when those properties become affordable again. Yes, I would agree 100%. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. And if you'd like to get in touch with Derek Kleiner to talk about buying or selling your next home, Derek can be reached at 303-332-3800. Dave? Hot listings. Got some. We got some great, good ones. Great today. hot listings. Got a very interesting property here. Uh, it's listed at uh, by Carol Young at Brokers Guild Real Estate. This property is a two unit property. It's three three zero eight to three three one two Glencoe Street. It's in the uh, Park Hill area. It's listed at five hundred sixty thousand dollars for both units. Um, each unit is one thousand two hundred ninety six square feet. Each unit has uh, two bedrooms, one or excuse me, one unit has two bedrooms, one bath, and the other unit has one bedroom, one bath. This is a great brick constructed side by side duplex. 
And it's uh, an awesome property for any investors out there, anybody looking to execute a 1031 exchange. Definitely give Carol Young um, a call at 720-404-7926. Make sure to tell her that Dave and John sent you. Yeah, what a great opportunity for a multi-unit property there. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And we can finance those, can't we, Dave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, their next one here is Andrea Maurice, and she's got a great listing at 1025 Titanite Place in Castle Rock at $989,900. It's a single-family residence, uh, 5,700 square feet, five-bed, four-bath, and it's a real beauty. Uh, look no further for this sought-out Sapphire Point Ranch floor plan. All the bells and whistles. Uh, finished basement offers great room with wet bar, fireplace, large workout area. Community HOA offers clubhouse with pool, trash, all kinds of great amenities here at this property. If you'd like some more information, give Andrea a call at 303-870-2689. Nice. That one sounds good, too. we got a couple open houses this weekend, Dave, with this <laughs> listing. Isn't it funny that open houses, you're starting to see an increase in those, Derek? Yeah, you know what? I'm, and they've been busier than they have been in, in, in really? recent months. Yeah. Uh, well, not months, but years. It's, yeah. it, it's, again, a great way for agencies to get out there and get in tune with the public and, and potentially get some, some more business yeah. and sell the house they're sitting in. Yeah. Exactly. We yeah. used to attend, attend a ton of open houses and really yeah. haven't been to that many in the last couple of years. Well, to I, th- point I think there, the Derek. pandemic and I think the seller's market really you know, avoided the need for open houses. I, I would anticipate that this weekend, since it's not minus 10, it's going to be 45, <laughs> there's going to be some serious open houses. Totally. Well, well so if hey, you're in if, the market, get out there. If they can get the golfers off the course, putting it, putting up, putting through ice on the greens. Yeah. yeah we got a great one today and tomorrow. Uh, this open house is at 19145 East 22nd Drive in Aurora, and that is from 12.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m., both today and tomorrow. This is a great property. Roxana Perez has got this one on the market. Again, 19145 East 22nd Drive. That's 460000 just over 1,300 square feet, three-bed, two-bath home. If you'd like some more information on this property or, or uh, want to stop by, give Roxana a call at 720-203-2070. Nice, nice. Uh, Derek, I know I know. walking into the studio today with you, you were mentioning a couple listings. And yeah, stuff I've got like a great that. new listing. Uh, you know, just to mention real quick, too, on the upper end market, that market is uh, definitely lacking inventory and moving very, very well. Um, so, And this house fits right into that category. It's a beautiful house. It's 777 Fairchild Drive, Highlands Ranch, 80126. It's in the high woods out there in Highlands Ranch, gated community. It's priced at 2.295. It's over 6,000 square feet. Just put $350,000 into remodeling that, and it's got everything, including views of downtown Denver and the front range. So it's going to hit the market. I would anticipate you don't have much time, so you should yeah. should check it out. Uh, and um, it literally is a, a, a beautiful listing. So uh, I think I touched on everything on that. Six bedrooms, six bath. Come check it out. No, and, and for listeners out there, anybody looking to buy in that Highland Ranch area and looking for an exquisite piece of property, highly encourage you to give Derek Kleiner with Realty One Group a call at 303-332-3800. It, All right, guys, let's dive into uh, some renovations here. Um, 
home renovations are as popular as they ever have been. Many homeowners are choosing to improve their current home instead of moving. Here are some trends to watch for in 2023. Number one, energy updates. Homeowners are going green and will be looking for ways to increase their home efficiency with cost-cutting upgrades like better windows, better insulation, solar panels, federal and state incentives often help to defer the costs. Derek, what are you seeing in this category? Are you seeing some uh, green or energy-efficient updates? There's a lot of solar going in. That's for sure. uh, Some people are on it and some people aren't. I think it can only help. Um, As long as you, when you put the solar in, you take the tax deduction and possibly, if you're a seller, um, just have the buyer assume what's left on it because they're never going to have an energy bill. But kitchens and bathrooms, all of that, all still a great idea to do before you sell. Well, and two nowadays with it not being such a seller's market, more of a more of a, you know, what am I what am I looking for? More of a stable market. Yeah, you know, you're getting some of these buyers having the ability to negotiate some of these solar panels. Yeah, you, you know, know what? Like, you're right. They can yeah. negotiate those to be included. Yeah, and if you are able to do that as a buyer, think about it. You've got these solar panels um, that are typically under warranty for 20 years. And you've got no electric bill. So yeah. what a huge way to negotiate on that. And these electric oh, bills have burn. been going down so much lately, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. I, I saw my electric bill the other day. I darn near fell out of my chair. Yeah. It's almost as bad as your gas bill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah totally. And Derek already mentioned number two, so bathroom and kitchens. And I think bathroom and, t- and kitchens have you know, traditionally been where people put their money first, Derek, don't you think? And and then from there, they sort of go to other rooms of the house. But that probably still is a fair way to to spend your money today, I would think, if you're going to put money into it. What about that Fairchild property you got? Yeah, they put it. Where did they, they, let me ask you this. a great example. You know, because that's a high-end house. Yeah. You know, they want to attract as many buyers as possible. It's got a big ticket, you know, price tag on it. Yep. Where did they put their money? They put it right into the kitchen. They put it into the flooring. They put it into the bathrooms. Um, they did a new level five finish on all the walls, uh, updated the paint. Uh, it's just, and uh, obviously the garage, they put some money into that, you know. So but, they're, uh, putting the, they're putting the money into the right place. Yeah, the kitchen is just absolutely beautiful. That's they amazing. put some money in, of course, into the living spaces as well. It was a big budget on that house, so it yeah. came out nice. But you know, if you're going to start in the lower, you know, the 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 lesser priced homes, then you've got to focus on that kitchen and and baths, and typically just refinishing those cabinets instead of replacing them is the way to go. That makes sense, totally. Yeah, a lot of people going with the quartz these days too, which is really nice. Yeah. Uh, number three, catching up on delayed repairs. Some homeowners are skipping high dollar renovations and instead repairing and doing small fixes to their homes, painting, upgrading lighting, and giving homes minor uh, facelifts is a popular way to maintain your home while avoiding break breaking the bank. So I certainly have some delayed renovations in my house, so I get that. Uh, number four, keeping safety in mind. Davey had mentioned this earlier. Uh, homeowners are looking for new ways to protect their homes from natural disasters that are often associated with climate change, with extreme weather events on the rise. Homeowners are opting for maintenance and repair projects that take the risks into account. I don't know if you guys have seen a lot of that. I live in Evergreen. So hey, people I think a lot, of, I think a lot of that is just making sure you're properly insured. Talk to your insurance yeah. agent. Yep. You know, home prices have gone up so much. Make sure you have enough dwelling coverage on that property. Make sure you're properly insured in case of any catastrophic incidents. Absolutely. No doubt about it. 
Number five, outdoor living. The pandemic has many homeowners looking for ways to make more useful and functional outdoor spaces. Decks, patios, and porches are great ways to improve outdoor living spaces to turn your home into a sanctuary. I will admit that I have seen some pictures of some pretty incredible decks that I get, you know, postcards in the mail for these deck companies. And I'm like, holy cow, that looks like a great place to hang out. Well, going back to the 777 Fairchild, I'll tell you, that's got three levels of decks and patios and everything wow. in view. So that uh, living space is very important. And I was going to tell you, too, don't forget about the landscaping once you ch- chisel through the ice here in a month or two. <laughs> yes, exactly. you got to spruce that landscaping up. First yep. impressions. First impressions. Yes. Yep. 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 No, Absolutely. totally agree with you. So this is all well and good, Dave, but what if you don't happen to have an extra twenty five, fifty, hundred, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the bank to put into the house? Are there other ways you can finance those upgrades? No, there totally are. There's a lot of different options available. FHA has what is called an FHA two oh three K loan that's uh designed for home renovations. It's gonna be a little bit more strict than the Fannie Mae homestyle loan. Fannie Mae homestyle loan is gonna give you a little bit more leeway on on stuff that you may want to do uh, with both those options. You got to have bids. The underwriters got to look at the bids. You got to make sure you're working with reputable contractors that have proper insurance. There's a, you know, there's a laundry list of items that go into those, but those are definitely great options. Uh, home equity lines of credit. That's a good option. It's a little concerning when the fed is continuously raising prime rate. So, you know, that's something that consumers need to be cautious of and really look at, what the margin and index are associated with those home equity lines of credit to make sure they're not biting off more than they can eat. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cash out refinance. We've yep. done that for clients in the past. Uh, right now we're seeing more cash out refinances to pay off debt and stuff like that. But certainly we've got clients that are using the cash of the equity from their home to put back into their home. If you're going to use that equity, a great way to use it is to put it back into the house and try to build the, the value. Or you're seeing property. customers doing both. You know, they're paying off debt and they're yep. getting 20, 30, 40, 50 grand out to, to do some upgrades. And you guys tell me, isn't that uh, interest on that home equity line tax deductible? Yes, interest so, is tax deductible. So yes. I mean, it's a it's a great way to to get rid of that debt. But you're right; you got to put it back in the house. Otherwise, you're just spending, and you're going to pay for it somewhere down the line. Exactly. You will 100%. never get that equity built up if you keep spending, as you know. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver sixteen hundred. Check out past episodes on our podcast at one zero four three thefan dot com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. And if you'd like to get in touch with Derek Kleiner to talk about buying or selling your next home, Derek can be reached at 303-332-3800. Guys, we are on ESPN Denver, after all. So the big news this week, the Sean Payton hiring. Mm-hmm. You guys excited about that? You guys are both Broncos fans, right? Oh, yeah. I, I just don't so. think there's a need to watch any of the future uh, NFL drafts for the next few years with yeah. the Broncos. <laughs> Get used to what we're seeing. Hopefully the head coach will help, but uh, I think we got a couple more years of building and definitely a Bronco fan. It pains me to, to see the Chiefs in the – and the I Super Bowl, totally but, hey, yeah. you got to wish them well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I remember all the Schottenheimer days when we just owned the Chiefs, and now we're yep. getting paid back for yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. No, I completely agree. I, I still think the big buzz, man, is Coach Prime. Yeah, I think he is. I've been watching his, his Amazon show at Jackson State. Guy's it's like incredible. four episodes or something. I highly encourage our listeners to check oh, out that the show. The recruits are already coming, too. They're, they're, I read an article the other day 
that they have a top 25 recruiting class uh, just this year alone. Yeah. It's that, in, it's incredible. The win category is already increasing. <laughs> he doesn't there's not, there's not much improvement he needs to do in order to improve. So. Well, hopefully that is one organ, or one outfit up there that just needs to get better. Colorado is such a great state. Boulder's the most beautiful college yep, town really in the is. country and they need a football program. So I let's totally go agree. I agree. And the Rockies? Rockies I was just say, Rockies two months just out? went on went on sale. I know nice. uh, they're still waiting on releasing the Yankees. The Yankees are coming into town, guys. Are they? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I know. It's going to be so fun. Hopefully they get yeah. crushed, the <laughs> Yankees, that is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, two months away from uh, from opening day, right? I think early, so. Early yeah. April. I don't know yeah. exactly what the day is this year, but not yeah. too far off. Yeah. Golf. Golf. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, yeah, we got to get the of, snow of, off the of, ground. It's going to be May before the snow melts. I know. It's looking that way, isn't it? Exactly. No, Totally. Well, Derek, thanks so much for joining us on the show again today. I really appreciate the opportunity. Before I leave, though, yes. I've got to say, I, I left Al Gerpen out in the Denver location. He's going to slap me. He does a <laughs> great job down there off of Leeds, Dale, and Holly. Um, great office location, and thanks so much. You guys have some great locations, and you had mentioned earlier in the show your growth from two people to roughly 500. That's incredible in a 10-year yeah. period. And, it, and I think it shows you guys are doing great things out there. It's a good platform. It's it's new to the industry, somewhat new. And uh, we're doing a lot of great educational things to help agents and have a lot of tools to offer them. So not only you hear my phone number here, if you're not thinking about buying or selling and you're a broker in the industry, keep my number if you're thinking about making a change because we'd love to talk to you. Totally. And what is that number, Derek? That's 303 Three three two thirty eight hundred. I've had that number for twenty five years, so <laughs> hopefully it'll start to happen. Thank you for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have a question about financing for your next home or refinancing a current mortgage, give us a call at three zero three nine two one five seven four seven. Don't miss next week's show right here on ESPN Denver 1600 every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. You can find past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com.